everyone, um, this is my first podcast, I'm Amy O'Malley and today I'm going to talk about Newfoundlands. So I thought I'd talk about this today because I find it really interesting, I've had four Newfoundlands in my lifetime and I just thought you guys might want to hear some tips and facts about them, just in case you wanted to know. So um, if you want, please can you leave any comments or thoughts about my podcast as it's my first one, so I'd love all the help I can get. So. I have had four Newfoundlands. My first one was Josh. I had him until I was two years old because my mum had him before I was born. Then I had Austin. I had him until I was about 14. And I had um, two more puppies when Austin was still alive. And sadly, when Austin died um, a few months later, um, one of the puppies died as well because he had cancer in the brain. So we are now left with one called Thor and he is three now. So I just thought I would talk about this. So Newfoundlands are water rescue dogs, which means they absolutely love the water. Um, So um, Thor, he will swim so far into the water. He'll go over all the waves and it's so fun to watch. I just find it so fascinating. And if you have goggles on and looking under the water, you can see him doing like a breaststroke. So instead of doing normal doggy paddle, like all other dogs do, they do a proper breaststroke like humans do. So um, it's quite funny actually, because Austin, my second dog, he absolutely hated the water. So you get 1% of Newfoundlands who typically don't like the water and we happen to have one. So that was quite funny, but um, most of them will absolutely love the water. Every single time my dog sees the water, he will just charge towards it. It's amazing. I absolutely love it. Um, we'll get him to put our hands in his mouth and just drag us back into shore. He's so strong and it's just really fun. So, Newfoundlands. Um, most common question I get when I'm walking my dog is how much does he eat? Because they are massive dogs. They're extra large, giant breeds. So um, everyone's always like, oh, he must be really hard to feed. Well, actually, that's not the case. He only has um, a cup of dry food in the morning and a cup of dry food at night with ham in as well because he's a really fussy eater. So he actually won't eat his food unless he has ham in it, which I find quite funny, really. Um, But yeah, they most people presume they have loads of food, but they don't. They're really easy to feed. So actually, um, my dog, Austin, um he when he was about 10 or 11 he actually his stomach twisted and this is quite typical with giant breed dogs because if they have a certain type of food um and it doesn't digest properly because they're quite big they have to always lean down to get their food then their food can like pile up at the bottom of their stomach and after time it means that the stomach comes away from the lining and it can twist so we were lucky actually because Austin it hadn't fully twisted yet because if it twists then they likely they'll die um, so we had a surgery on his stomach to put it back on the lining and thankfully he was okay after that but we had to change the food so that's also something to be quite careful of with giant breeds any giant breed you have you just need to be aware of how much weight the food has in it because if, if it's quite like a starchy um weighted food then it might cause problems with the dog in the future so um they are really easy to look after i have to say um they don't need that much exercise we give our dog about an hour walk every day um across the field and he will sleep most of the day after that he gets absolutely knackered um which suits me to be honest um but yeah they don't need that much walk at all 
um, they're quite cheeky actually, the dogs. Um, my dog isn't that loud on the sofas, but he will always try and find a way on them. Um, and he will just look at you with his puppy eyes and just be in absolute awe until he's allowed on the sofa. So, and then I'll just lie next to you. He's quite cheeky actually. Um, but actually, um, giant breeds, um, they tend to have hip and joint problems. So because they're so heavy, they um, have a lot of pressure on their limbs. So, which means, um, for example, they shouldn't really go on walks with styles in. So whenever we go on a walk, we have to ma always make sure we know where we're going. So we know there's no styles because that could really damage their limbs. And they're not allowed to go upstairs because going up and down the stairs puts a lot of pressure on them and their joints. And that could end up to them collapsing and not being able to walk anymore. So my first Newfoundland, my mum didn't know this, so he was allowed upstairs and across styles and he actually ended up having to have tablets from six years old because um, his limbs were really bad and that's what happens with a lot of Newfoundlands actually in giant breeds because people aren't educated enough in it, which is why one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast today. So people become um, educated so they can have the best Newfoundlands they can who live to a long and healthy age. So actually the range for Newfoundlands are about eight to ten years old, but um, my dog so far have lived till 12 years old, which is quite good. Um, and they're quite healthy. So whenever you're getting um, a new dog, whatever dog you're getting, you should always really look at the history of the parents um, because you should check if they have heart conditions, lung conditions, anything that might stand out to you because you need to make sure your dog is healthy at all times so you don't have to worry about any of the, um, any bad stuff happening to them. So in terms of hair, so they are long-haired dogs and which is quite good actually because if you go past a labrador for example and stroke it you'll find loads of pieces of hair all over your clothing and it's just quite a mess really um but with newfoundlands they do shed but it normally comes up in big clumps of hair so um it does get quite a lot of places actually but it's quite big so you'll see it and it's black so you will see it most of the time but they do actually molt quite a lot but it's in big patches because they're long-haired dogs so it's all right um you don't have to be caref careful with long-haired dogs because they do get knotted quite a lot so you do need to brush them about once every week because otherwise their hair could be really matted and that means that um their scalp could kind of rub off on them and it's not very good for them actually so especially when they've gone in water you should always have like i have a hair dryer for my dog so we always dry him and brush him so he has no knots but you, we do have to keep on top of it actually because he does have a lot of hair that we need to maintain he has kind of like um we like to put his hair into a mehican on his head because it's quite long actually um we've had to trim it a few times so he can see um but yeah uh, moving on um with their paws quite a lot of newfoundlands especially when they've been on a beach or something they might get um sand between their paws because they have um they have padded paws, so it means that they're more likely of rocks and sand getting caught in their feet. So that means um, you should always dry them, put pseudocrem on, talcum powder on is really good for dogs to dry them out. And we've actually had to get boots for my dog because he has a habit of licking his paws quite a lot and his tongue's quite rough. So his paws will get very red and very sore. So we always put baby powder on and put his boots on, um, which is quite good. It's from a company called True Love. And it's really good because it means he can go outside with them on as well. 
and so we don't have to put we used to put socks on him but they'd always fall off because he'd always find a way to get them off um, but he hasn't managed to get one of these off yet so that's really good so with their eyes as well they have really droopy eyes so you just need to make, make sure that you're always looking after their eyes so at least once a week we'll um, wet a cotton wool pad and clean his eyes because they get quite gunky um, and if you don't look after them they'll get really red and sore and it will just be horrible for the dog really because it's just not nice um, it's actually quite interesting because because of the dog's limbs we have rugs all over our house because our floors are quite slippy and it's really funny because my dog at any chance he'll get he will like drag off these rugs and just sleep on the tiles um, which I find quite amusing really because they're there to keep him safe but he just hates them he absolutely hates them I think he finds them too hot but I mean you've got to do you know the best for your dog really so holidays we always go to Cornwall and Northumbria uh, to a place called Beadnell Bay which is absolutely amazing for dogs there's so many lovely walks nearby and the beach is so dog friendly and it's just lovely because there's not many waves so the dog can it's like a lake really they can just swim and it's just lovely for him we absolutely love it there we go every year and we go to Cornwall as well every year now in February and it's just a really good experience for the dog he absolutely loves going there um they actually hate toys my dog will not play with toys he likes um playing with tennis balls but and he'll chase them into the water but he won't i've got him so many fluffy toys and squeaky toys in the past but he just does not bother with them at all so for newfoundlands especially they don't tend to play with toys they will sometimes chase balls into the water and stuff but fluffy toys they won't fuss with at all in my experience um in terms of their temperament, they are very loving dogs. They are absolutely wonderful. My dog, he actually used to be terrified of kids. He'd always like run away from them. I don't know why, I think he must have just not known what they're like because they were smaller than him. Um, but now he is so wonderful with kids. Like they will come up. There was once I remember on holiday, this one girl came up to him and just squeezed him. She hugged him so tight and he looked so terrified, but he just stood there and let him hug her. Um, I hug him, sorry, and it was just lovely. He's so good with little kids and babies and everything. It's just lovely to see, really. Um, so, yeah, actually, it's quite funny because he's he's quite a scared dog, my dog. He'll hear a motorbike and he'll get absolutely terrified, but he's also terrified of cows, which is really funny because we all go on holiday. Um, I think it's to Annick Castle and... Um, or, no, Bamba Castle in Northumbria. And there's always a lot of cows there and he will not go past them at all. He will just shy away and never go past, which I find very amusing at the time. And everyone's just watching this massive dog be absolutely terrified of cows. <laughs> it's quite funny. But um, that's what I thought I'd talk about today in my podcast. Um, if anyone else wants me to go over anything in my podcast about Newfoundlands or giant breeds in general, um, please can you leave a comment? I hope you enjoyed today. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Bye. I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking. You talk properly, say oh. the, the quick brain fox jumped over the light, the lazy brain fox. I don't want to say over. that. Hi, I'm Amy O'Malley and today you're listening to my podcast.